I felt like it was time for me to have a discussion with her. I felt like it was time for an adult, you know, discussion. So I called her on the phone and we talked and it, of course, it didn't go like I wanted to go. Um, She was just defensive on all ends. And I can understand that she was still in love with her baby father. I can understand that. So that was something new for her. Finally, it wasn't someone he was just effing. It was someone now that he wanted to build a relationship with. So it's kind of different for her. But at the same sense, um, it had started being that we didn't want to do any family outings like Bush Gardens or Kings Dominion or anything. We tried to plan them on the weekends that we had his daughter. So when it would be scheduled this weekend and his baby mama would flake out or just we couldn't get her, then it starts to be a problem. So then, you know, I felt like she deserved and I think I deserve to talk to her one-on-one. How did that talk go? It didn't go good. Like, I mean, everything, I mean, I was biting my tongue almost the whole conversation. And sometimes you have to do that. I mean, you really, when you're dealing with kids and you care and you love kids, you really, and kids are not yours, you really have to bite your tongue. I mean, whatever she said at that point or however we had to get her or whatever I had to do, that's what I had to do because I loved her daughter at that point. And I didn't want to see her take her daughter from from me. And I know her daughter loved, genuinely loved me. And her dad. And her dad. Mm -hmm. So do you think she was being spiteful? Jealous? Was she jealous that you guys were together? I think she was jealous. I think she was a little spiteful. I mean, I mean, women, we, I mean, that was her, she only had one kid. I mean, so... She was always, you know, thinking their relationship would go back and forth. And I'm quite sure before he met me, he probably was going back and forth. That probably made her reaction on the first time she seen us together. She wanted to be the wife, I'm sure. Right. I'm quite sure she wanted to live together or however it went. But it was really, it was something hard for her and it was something hard for me because I had to now take on another responsibility as well as he had to take on two responsibilities. Mm -hmm. So it was... It was a mutual ground. We tried to make everybody happy, but at the same sense, we had to realize that everything that we locked our front door on mattered. So it was more so making our household matter. We couldn't worry about what she was doing or what she tried to do, but we also had to make her happy in the same sense. Okay. Well, that sounds, I mean, with you saying that, It seems like most, you know, if you marry a man that already has a child and he doesn't ultimately marry the child's mother, you know, unless she's with someone. Was she single? She was single at the time, yes. So do you think that the problems that she was giving you was because she felt like she was supposed to be the wife? I don't know if she thinks thought she was supposed to be the wife I just thought she wanted more from her baby daddy you know as um, far as what they were living together at one point I know he explained to me and then they went their separate ways but I think maybe it was a type of situation that he maybe just kept doing stuff she kept doing stuff and the relationship just didn't work I mean I, I feel like a relationship has two sides he could have been a dog I mean 
men are different with each woman. You know, I try each to tell woman. I, I they, try to they tell, are. Yeah, I try to tell people that all the time. Just because yeah. he was a dog, dog. with you <laughs> exactly. and treated you so, a certain way does not mean that with this other woman, right. he's so, the same. I don't know what their relationship may have been because I don't want to say he was a dog and she was. I mean, however, it, their relationship just didn't work. So, I mean... I mean, it was times where he would literally show me text messages of her sending her pussy through text. (laughs) So I think while y'all was married or when y'all were dating, when we were living together and dating, like she was calling and she was texting. But when y'all get married, she was still trying. When we got married, oh my God. No, I got pregnant before we got married. Right. And oh my God. She used to try to fight me when I was pregnant. Really? Because she knows she couldn't beat me when I wasn't pregnant. (laughs) But she would try to, you know, fight me. She would try to, you know, say little threats and stuff on the phone. And it was when me and her got to argument. Like I said, I had gotten to a point with her. Like I had bit my tongue so long that it was over. I'm not biting my tongue anymore because now I feel like I'm pregnant I'm bringing another child in this world. We're about, and I was, we were engaged and we're about to get married. Like, I don't have time for this. So I told him it's time to go and let's take out and get our, you know, visitation because Mm -hmm. we can't. So you forced him to do that. I forced him. And he was the type of father that he wanted to be in his child's life because when the more closer we got, the more she was pulling the baby apart. It was like, that was her only way of controlling him. And women do that a lot. Oh, my God. Women use kids as... They are a pawn on a chessboard. Trust me. And like I said... Do you think that, that though, puts a wedge in between the the child and the father? I mean, it makes the father... It handicaps. Okay. And now, it doesn't make... Well, it makes them angry. And it was a lot of days that he had to, you know, express his feelings to me. But... It wasn't that he, you know, it didn't make him less of a father. It actually made him more of a father. A better father. Because it made him, you know, zoom in on the time that we had her because the time was limited. Because, you know, hey, she could tell us, hey, we could get her this Friday. This We could get her this weekend. And then Friday, we're at the meat spot to pick up. And she would never show up. I mean, it was just, and we had trips and stuff planned and stuff like that. And we hated the fact that my two kids in the house, you know, got to say, hey, this weekend we went we to Kings and Men. We had so much fun. We hated that. We never wanted that. Then you get some women that they don't care about the other child out of right. the house. I wasn't one of those. You know, you get a lot of those because I have two children. And my one daughter's father is not in her life and the other one is. And he's met multiple women. And they don't they never he's he's never had a woman in his life living with him serious relationship that ever cared about the children outside of their house so i've seen both sides Mm -hmm. so i was never one of those ones like i loved her like she was mine and still to this day and i just don't understand some women some women i mean okay with the child not being there at all but if you have a woman that's in the father's life if she's reaching out 
Like, I wouldn't miss a beat. You know, every time she left me, she would come. Her the It had got sold to where she wouldn't accept the clothes we were buying. Clothes that she was sent on a Friday, it got so petty that whatever she sent her in on Friday, I had to wash it and send it back on Sunday. However she looked, it had to be that way on Sunday. And I hated that. And when she got older, you know, I was buying name brand stuff and apparently she wasn't. You know, this child wanted to take, you know, her brand new Jordans home on Monday, you know, mm-hmm. Sunday. And she couldn't. She had to leave all of her stuff at our house. I didn't think that was fair. Right. But she's her mother. And at the end of the day, I could knock overrule her it. mother. I right. couldn't overrule it. I couldn't knock it. So I couldn't control her house and she couldn't control my house. And that's just how it was for a long time. I know at some point um, she, she came to live with you guys. Um how did she feel? How did you feel about that? I loved it because we were all under the same roof. I really did. Um, when that table turned, I didn't take that opportunity to say, bitch, fuck you. Now I'm running shit. I mean, cause I could have, but I didn't take it to there. She was at the age where I think essence was, I want to say maybe 16, 17 when Mm -hmm. she came to, live with us she decided that's what she wanted to do and I let her kind of deal with her mom the same scenario if you don't put yourself in stuff you don't have to deal with it so it was still his responsibility and hers she was old enough where she could communicate with her mom you know if her mom said something but she knew she couldn't run my house and at the end of the day that was it was all about with me whatever decision you made that did not affect my household it's your decision but whatever decision now that she's in my house, you have to flow with it, you know? So it would be little stuff that she would say, you know, she couldn't have a cell phone and stuff like that, but you can't control over here. So it was like, I never kind of tried to provoke something there. I always kind of let them both see it for what it was. She had to see her mama for what it was, and he had to see it. Less stress is always the best. Always the best. Right. Correct. Absolutely. Correct. Absolutely. Um, You've given us a lot of information about blended families, honey. And again, 20 years strong. 20 years strong. And I think the key to it is just to stay out of it. What's your advice to single women first that have children? Single women, when you have children that are dating, stop wasting your time. You know, by the fifth date, and we all put guys in categories. We know whether we're gonna fuck them, we know whether we're gonna diss them, we know whether we're gonna keep them, and we know whether we just gonna make him the cleanup man. We all know this. We know this by the fifth date. So, why do we lie to ourselves and think? Mr. Cleanup Man, you know you're only calling him to get a good piece and to pay a bill. So why are you trying to build anything right there with them? So keep him should, for what he, should, he is. He shouldn't meet the kids. He should not meet the kids. He should be somebody you call after the club to hook up with and you leaving with that bill money. The guy that's just, that's what he's for. That's what he's for. You don't ask him for no money or nothing. That's just what he for. 
The F man. The F man. That's what we call him. The F man. <laughs> so all I'm saying is, what about the friend zone guys? Do the friend zone guys make just keep them? The friend zone guys. It's nothing wrong with having friends when you're single and dating. It's nothing wrong with having that guy that's gonna feed you. <laughs> it's a lot of restaurants out here. I would like to go to every one. <laughs> I mean, if you Does think he meet of, the kids? He don't meet the kids. He meet your food bill. That is <laughs> it. That is all he need to meet. The one that you you keep to that possibility that he may be the one, let him meet the kids. You let him meet the kids fast. Maybe the third date, you let him meet the kids because your kids is going to give you a vibe and he's going to give you a vibe. Okay. And you got to pay attention on that third date. When you bring your kids on that third date, Watch his face expressions and watch what he say and watch how he handle your kids. And don't try to make a quick visit. Make a long day visit. So by after the third, fourth hour, the real him comes out. Not the representative. Not the representative. (laughs) Because the first two hours, it's a representative. He good money. He try to just make it through because he knows if he make your kids have a good time, he he got got you. Right. So make it a long day. Make it a, just plan it. You got to plan it. Because for men, you got to plan it. The day you take them with your kids, you plan it. And you make it a long day. One of them days, put them in a high stress area. <laughs> Somewhere like Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> you Bush Garden. Exactly. Me. Put them in a long... And you watch him. You watch his face expressions. How he, how he reacts. You watch how he pull out his pocket when your kids ask for stuff. You watch. That's your day of watch. So, I mean, we all know. I mean, being single, and yeah, it's been 21 years since I've been single. But men, men have changed, but they don't change that much. So, all I'm saying is don't waste your time with these guys that you've already categorized them. You've already put them to where you need him at. Come on, I've been single. I had a guy that I would F. Mr. F man. (laughs) Mr. B, that was the bill man. Mr. R, that was the ride man. When your car was broke down or you need a ride or whatever. We all, we all had a W man. If you smoke, he was, was the weed, weed guy. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to so 420. Shout out to 420. Shout out to Reservoir. Back in the day, we all had a, a weed man when you smoke. He was the guy that was going to come over and smoke with you, give you a little bit of D, and he going out the door. We all got the G we man. That, we that tried the G man. The we... grocery man. The <laughs> man that either got a hookup. I mean, come on, ladies. I mean, it's it's not hard. Figure it out. It's not rocket science. But I'm just going to say, never be afraid of your sexuality. Never be afraid of... So if of, it doesn't happen for you on the first date, don't get down on yourself. Don't get down on yourself. If you want to have sex on the first if date, If you want to have sex do on it. the first date, do it. But just know you're that's a no big indicator. girl. That's no but, indicator that the but, man is not going to love you. But... Or want to no, be with you, it's right? It's no indicator. But when you step into big girl panties, panties, you be a big girl. Because if he don't call you after, oh well. You got to rock with it. You got some. And, but you pulled out your bags of tricks. And when you pull out them tricks, it makes him step his level up. 
So you don't got some good D that night. So keep it moving. <laughs> if it was about good D, it was about good D. Then you put him in that category. That's it. That's all. That's my advice to tell you. Well, I appreciate you talking and sharing your story. Since we talked about a lot tonight, I have a segment called the After Hour Spot. This is the segment where you put the kids to bed. Go ahead, kitties. Go to bed. Mommy's going to have a drink. She's going to go to the after-hour spot. And at the after-hour spot, we talks about everything. So I'm going to ask you maybe three or four questions. <laughs> and you have to give me your honest answer. Okay? Okay. You okay with that? I'm okay with that. <coughs> okay. Well, you're a married woman, so these questions might not be so vulgar to you. So, you know, first question, mm-hmm. spitting or swallowing? Swallowing. <laughs> if your husband asked you to have a threesome, would you have a threesome? Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, third question is, how do you feel about open relationships? I don't. I feel like if you want to be in an open relationship, a threesome is not an open relationship. A threesome is you hooking up, you just with that mood at night, and it is what it is. A threesome is not meant to continue. It's just for a good time that night we hooking up. Now, open relationship is somebody you have to see, deal with on a constant basis. Usually, the person you have a threesome with, you're going to have it that night and you mm-hmm. ain't seeing them no more. It's Ever. usually a one-night stand for you and your man. Um, open relationships, you have to see this person, you have to deal with this person. You have to worry about if your significant other is hooking up with that person while you're not around. I don't deal with open relationships. <laughs> Can't do it. Wouldn't do it. Last question. Um... Oh, man, I got two more questions. Mm-hmm. Um, anal, yes or no? Yes. That's a part of sex. That's a part of opening the tricks up. <laughs> That's in a bag. That's in, like, number five in a bag of tricks. You got to do it. You got to. Yes, anal, but everybody doesn't get anal. Everybody doesn't get anal. Everybody doesn't. Everybody can't handle anal. What are you but talking about? But everybody can't get anal. It's like Oh, you saying like you saying for anal is when you already special. have a man. Right, right, right. It's, it's that, anniversary. Right. It's only for birthday. special occasions. It's right. for special occasion. Anal is just not for everybody. Not for you to get shared with everybody. No. I they def- can't. I totally no, agree with no, that. No, no, no. They can't. <laughs> No, no, no. I tell people all the time that your butthole does not shrink back down to size. I got to feel at least you love me. Damn. Like, <laughs> you think that's the sluttiest? I mean, not sluttiest. Do you think anal is the most Anal is you got to know me, know yeah. me, and love me, love me. Like, anal is we done been together for some while. And we... Some people, some women like anal prefer anal over regular regular vaginal sex. Well, ladies, if y'all giving anal, he paying all the bills. (laughs) (laughs) And usually, a man ain't gonna meet you and pay all the bills. He gonna pay one or two. 
when you get to that point where he pay all of them, then you go ahead and get him anal. You might be at that point because if a man pay all your bills, he love you. Right. Every last one. Every last one. I'm not saying just a light bill. I'm not saying give you two, three hundred. If he's paying all of your bills every single month that your work check goes to you, he love you. Get him that angle. Lock him in. Don't lock him in to stop playing. <laughs> make him your husband. Yeah, make him. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, unless he already got a wife. Well, if he already got a wife, he can't get no he can't even get no head. Cause his wife should be doing that. Like, yeah, like I mean, yeah, I mean. You gonna give him some head, but you ain't gonna give him no regular head. Right. You know, he gonna have to get that from his wife. He gonna get and some, some lazy, stuff. He gonna get she some, got to he be gonna doing, get some black child But head. she got to be doing something. Like, I'm not gonna be doing all her job and she get all the perks. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Ladies, if you the other woman. We not gonna go there. You lick on it a little <laughs> bit. You lick. You don't suck. You lick. His wife gotta suck. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it for you today. That's it. Special birthday edition. Special birthday edition. Happy birthday, Woo-hoo. boo. Yes, my birthday. I'm old. I think we did good. We did great. First first time. First episode, Women's World. I hope you enjoyed it. It was a special edition episode. This really wasn't the first, but kind of like the first. Nonetheless. Again, my name is Tanya. Signing off. Please join me next week for my very first episode. Just telling a little bit about myself and who I am and what I have going on. And hopefully you'll continue to listen. Signing off. Peace and love and blessings. Welcome to Woman's World. Woman's World is a podcast about single women raising kids, their successes, their failures, their joys, their fears from all different walks of the world. Today's episode is a special edition. It's a birthday edition. It's my cousin's birthday today. We're doing an episode about blended families. She was a single parent many years ago. About Mm -hmm. 20 years ago, she was a single mom. She met a (laughs) wonderful man and became her husband. They've been married for 18 years. So today we're going to just discuss a little bit about blended families and what her trials were in regards to getting with this man and becoming a part of his life, raising his daughter, and just becoming one family. So... Welcome, Shantae. Welcome me. Thank you. <laughs> Just tell me a little bit about yourself. And, um, you know, I know you had two kids. You were a single parent, single mom of two young daughters. Yes. Um, how old were you when you had your kids? My first one was 17 and my second one was when I was 19. Okay, so you were a so teenage mom. Good. Teenage mom. Right, teenage mom. Um, and... Tell me about, oh, how did you meet your husband? Well, we had a mutual friend. Um, I had a guy best friend at the time, which was, you know, a friend of his. 
And he kept saying, I want you to meet, you know, such and such. And I knew um, face wise who he was, but I don't think he knew who I was. So at the time, you know, I was just like, okay, I'll meet him. You know, I was into dating. I wasn't really into looking for it, you know, looking for a relationship. I had been scorned and burned a few times. So I was like, hey, you know, I'm just going to date. I'm just going to start giving back to what I get. So he was like, hey, I got this guy for you. You know, he told me about his, you know, ex-girlfriend situation or whatever. And we set up a meet and we set to meet at Super Bowl. Um, Shadows It was a nightclub that was very popular in our area. We decided we was going to meet for Super Bowl Sunday. And that particular Sunday, I met him there. Um, I brought my best friend with me to sort of kind of look like we, you know, wasn't on a date or anything. And I think he had one of his um, close friends with him. And while we were sitting in the club, you know, his baby mama walked up and kind of got in between his legs and was doing all the fussing. Like, why are you here? Who is this? And it was a kind of like a turnoff, you know, and they got to throwing drinks on each other. She threw a drink on him and he threw a drink on her. And I was like, this is so messy. <laughs> like, I don't have time, you right. know. And back then, you know, I was dating. I wanted to date guys that, you know, had a little bit of money that could do something for me. I wasn't dating for free back right. then. So it was just like, you know, hey, whatever, on to the next. I just didn't have time. But after the whole incident happened, I left the club. Because I just didn't want to be around and messing this. I wasn't going to argue with her. She didn't approach me, which was good. You right. know, so I kind of left and let that situation, um, them deal with it. So he called me and we met at Denny's, um, which is right up the street from the club. And we had a long talk and he told me about her. And I kind of like stayed around long enough just to hear, you know, a little bit of the argument. Because I wanted to find out, you know, was he lying to me these, right. you know, two or three days that we talked on the phone before we met and turned out he wasn't lying you know they wasn't together um they were just co-parenting okay so he didn't that whole situation didn't turn you off all the way it didn't turn me off all the way it should have but it didn't (laughs) it should have but it didn't but it was so messy it was just ridiculous okay and so you guys went to denny's Mm -hmm. And clearly at that point, you said, I'm going to give him another chance or an opportunity Mm -hmm. to take you on a real date. On a real date. Okay. So he took you on a real date. And how was that? And I was a cheat date on the real. That was so (laughs) crazy. Like when he asked me where I wanted to go, like at that point, my favorite restaurant. And I don't know if anybody remember. Applebee's used to have this new all in skillet. That I love, like that was like my go-to. Like I would go there like almost every day. So when he asked me, you know, that was the first thing I was like Applebee's, and he was like Applebee's. He said the whole time he was thinking like, damn, she a cheap date, <laughs> you know. So I was thinking Applebee's, and that's what I wanted. And we went there, and Applebee's twenty years ago was the drop, though. Right, but when we was in Applebee's. We're sitting there eating, and a girl sends him a drink. What? <laughs> so, so like, this still didn't this you off. number two. This I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, this is strike number two. Like, I just can't win. Like, I just don't have time for this. Like, I'm one of those type people that when I'm mad, I'm mad. But I'm very, you know, comical. I'm very funny. I'm very, 
I'm that outgoing. I'm that very very outgoing person. So it takes a lot for me to get mad. But at the time, I was like, "Yo, this is strike too." And how he kind of played it off, he was just like, got up. He took the girl back her drink, and he was like, "No, thank you." You know, I appreciated whatever, and he left it be. And she actually, before she left, she came over to the table. And I was like, Lord, here goes strike three. And she came over. She was like, no disrespect. She was like, I kind of owe him a drink. You know, he bought me a drink, you know, you know, the other night in the club. And she was like, it's not like that. She was like, it's like a, you know, homegirl situation. I said, okay, thank you for coming over. And left it as that. So jumping to conclusions sometimes. We'll also be the life. Right. And we kill it. Yeah. So you got to let the situation play out sometimes. You got to let it play out sometimes. Yeah. So after the first date. After the first date, oh my God, I felt like I played myself because I was like, he whined me and dined me, even though it was cheap. It was a cheap, <laughs> cheap Applebee's. But um, he whined me and dined me and, you know, drinks played a part, but I was still in control of my environment. Um. I knew I was going to have sex with him. At dinner, I I knew I was going to have sex with him. But I let him either play his way in or play his way out. You know, so he played his way in and we went and got a room. And at the time, I was like, I know he got his own apartment. So is he, you know, does he, does what he is live he, with someone? Yeah. Right. Is he living with someone or what? So we ended up going to a hotel. But at that point, it was like we was too far in it. <clears throat> so... He was aggressive. I was aggressive. I think I was more aggressive than he was. And um, I pulled out my tricks. <laughs> pulled out all the tricks I had. And he pulled, I think me pulling out, my, he he made me pull out my tricks. Right. I'll say that. So he was he was giving me the vibe that it was okay to pull my tricks out. So pulled my tricks out. And it was so funny to me that that night, when he went to the soda machine to get us a soda, he took his jeans with him. Like, he literally put his jeans on. Like, most dudes, you know, whatever, they ain't doing all that extra stuff, right. you know. they the, And the soda machine was, like, right there at our room door. So, <laughs> I was like, he putting on his jeans. But the whole time, he was thinking, like, is she going to get my pockets? Right. You know, because back then, that was a big thing back right. then. But <clears throat> he kind of, you know... Put his jeans on, went to the sewing machine, came back or whatever. And he was like, you know, he wanted to feed me afterwards again. And I was like, no, you know, we just going to go home. So that next day, I didn't know that he was the type of guy that was just, he was in the street life. So he slept all day and he partied and was up all night. So going to sleep to him was like 6 a.m. So I went that whole day and I was up. And I was like, God, he ain't called me yet. He ain't text me. And back then we had two-way pages. I was like, he ain't two-way me, he ain't text me or nothing, he ain't page me. Like none of none of my devices was ready. Hit. Right. <laughs> nothing was hitting. So I was like, you know what? But you know what? I've never been the type that I'm afraid of my sexuality. So therefore, it was just a good experience to me. It was a it was a good night of sex. So if he didn't call me, I was good with that. And if he did, he was gonna I was own that. that. I was just gonna own it. I was gonna own it. That's an awesome way to be. You got to. You got to own know. it. You got to own it. You don't know. I mean, you can, you can, that guy can tell you he love you that night, right. but it's, it's no toss up. So it's like, I had been through a lot that I, I never been afraid. I'm not going to say I slept around, but I've had my share and I've dated, but I've never been the type that been afraid of my sexuality. I just have it. I'm a very sexual person. So it was like, 
hey. Whatever happens, happens. Whatever happened, happened. And what happened after that night, girl? Girl, I gave him everything. I think he seen Jesus that night. (laughs) (laughs) But I ain't gonna lie. I think I seen him too. (laughs) So, you know, and we've been together ever since. We have not, he's not let a for, we've been together 21 years and we have not, well, I'm not going to say that because it was time in our relationship that we kind of went our separate ways for a while. But from the day we met, we really haven't been apart. So you knew at that moment that he was the one. I knew third account, uh, third, third date. date, third account date with him um on the third date what happened how did you know how did you incorporate him because he called me and said hey meeting your kids what are you doing and i said nothing he said hey i want to come and get the girls today he said i have my daughter this weekend and he was like but you know and chill for a while and i was like who is you know who is but he was emphasizing like it was more than just him and his daughter he was like oh i'm bringing my mom with me so, you know me, I'm jumping up, I'm cleaning up, I'm like doing everything. I'm like, Lord, this lady, I'm here to meet this lady. And I'm like, his mom. And I'm thinking, is he gone or his, you know, I'm, I'm like really, really thinking, I ain't ready for this. Like, is he, oh, he too much. You know how you can think a guy a little goofy a little bit. Corny. Yeah, I was like, his mom. So... I met her. She was laid back. You know, she made me honestly feel like I had been knowing her for a long time. And that's how I felt about him. Like, I had been knowing them for a long time. And they came in. um, We ate breakfast. We cooked breakfast together. His daughter, I got to play with her for a while. He got to, you know, play with my kids, his mom. And he said, hey, I'm going to leave. I'm going to take the girls to Showbiz Pizza. And he left and he took the kids with them. I was a little leery about that, but... I was just like, you know, he got his mom with him. What are you going to do? You know, eat him, cook him, fry him. So I was just like, oh, you know. But I called him. I was on the phone with him basically the whole time. time. Right. Then he was with the kids. So it was a good experience. And when they came back, I mean, they had all these snacks and a whole bunch of stuff. And they said they really had a nice time. And when was they going again? They wanted to go with Mr. Chris again. So you knew at that point that they really liked them too. I knew at that point. And then they were three and four. So if something was wrong, they would have been able to tell me when they came back. And I took a really a big risk because they were, you know, my girls. And But I felt more comfortable because he did have his mom. And if he might, if he didn't have his mom, I don't think. You would have let him go. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I would let him go. And how was the, um, how was the relationship with you and his daughter like how did how did it that relationship instant. it was instant like um she came in she took to my kids like and they were all like my oldest daughter and her were both four mm-hmm. and then I had my three-year-old so they played and my kids had a whole bunch of toys and everything that and some stuff that she wanted that she may not have had you know at her house so they were in the room playing it was instant like she was talking to me and you know, she took to me, I mean, she would actually, literally two weeks into the relationship, she was actually, like, wanting to talk to me on the phone and stuff like that when I wouldn't be around and she was around or whatever. And at the time when I met him, his mother had full custody of his daughter. So okay. we were able to see her a lot. A lot. Okay. Right? How did you think that his baby's mother 
or his daughter's mother, I don't want to say baby mother, his daughter's mother would respond to you guys getting married and you being in her life. <laughs> How was that interaction? Well, a lot of it I tried to stay out of it because they had some stuff going on prior to me coming in the relationship. Um, his daughter, um, well, his mom and him shared custody. Um, and the mother wasn't in the issue. And then I guess she was trying to come back in the issue. But she was always there. But I think she was going through a little spell, you know, which is fine. Uh, a lot of single mothers go through that. And they were helping her out or whatever. But I think she was more so fighting for control. Um, I of think the relationship? I want to say or him. of him. That was the only thing that she had to hold over his head was his daughter. Like, you got to do this for her to do this, you know. So it was like her only way of still being a part of his life was through his daughter. And he was a great dad. He wasn't going to miss a beat with his daughter. And she knew that. So... I mean, times we would get promised that she would be able to come over and we would be at the meeting spot and we couldn't. So we couldn't get her and she would just call us at the last minute. And we did a lot of the stuff that we try to do with my kids. We try to do on the same weekend that we had his daughter. So a lot of that stuff didn't work. And so, I mean, she was just, she was just a typical bitter baby mama. I understand that. Mm -hmm. I understand at some point did you have to have at some point did you have to have a conversation or did it come to a head where you had to you guys had to sit down together i mean once you guys got married or even before that i mean because when did he when did you guys start living together um it was probably a month a month after we had met he just, just i still had my place but he was just like, I can't take you going home, and I can't take Ben away from the kids, so you need to figure out. He was like, I can't move over there, you know, because I stayed out Pleasant Park. He wasn't going to move out there, so he was like, the better situation is my house, and we got more room. So he was like, I need you and the girls to move here. And at the time when I moved in, his cousin was his roommate. So it was like we were, you know, the kids was in the bed with us. Like, we slept in the bed, and I was like oh god like you know we gotta hurry up and move out so right. like a month into that we moved out and we got our own place so but we moved in a month a month from the day we met did you guys have to have a conversation did you have to have a conversation anytime that you guys were dating with her or I'm pretty sure once you guys got married did it come to a head where you had to have a direct conversation with her about you guys raising his daughter well i had we had to, i i felt like we had to have the conversation um when we moved in with each other 